Shalom, brothers and sisters. This is Amanda. Good morning to all of you. I pray you all are off to a blessed start to your day. And I am coming on to record, hopefully, what is to be the last episode. My last episode disappeared once again. I'm not going to go into any detail. I'm not going to waste any time trying to explain all of that. Um, I did, I was able to see before, I noticed this morning it was gone. I had checked just yesterday um, and it looked like four people listened. So to the four people that listen and you're listening to this, yeah, that episode has vanished. And so uh, I didn't want to leave the podcast with the last episode being um, a topic on intimacy. I really wanted to close off the podcast with something else other than that topic. So I'm glad that I didn't delete the podcast platform app. Because I was like, well, I need to be able to kind of keep track of some things. So I'm glad I didn't because then I was able to see that. And now here I am again. Hopefully this will publish successfully and stay. If not, then oh well. <laughs> like I was saying, I know that Yas telling me it's time to just put this podcast ministry aside for a time and focus on, on some other things. So with that being said, before I get into the word on what I want to share, quick update, I will be leaving um, more information or the same information in the description below. For those of you that feel led by the Ruach, by the Holy Spirit to help us out in our situation. Um, for those of you who maybe don't remember or are new coming onto this podcast, enduring uh, a financial trial, and uh, doors have closed here in Colorado and we are praying and waiting to see where the Father leads us. But um, the goal right now is to move to Missouri, to be closer to our fellowship and our friends and to just kind of have new opportunities. Um, Again, doors have closed here in Colorado and as of now, we have zero income. So for the month of August, we are not able to pay for anything. So we are eventually going to end up um, without a roof over our head and so on and so forth. I know that Yahuwah is good. I know that he provides all of our needs. So we know and, and we trust that he will get us to where we need to be and he will provide one way or another. One way that he has been providing has been through a lot of you, a lot of our friends, a lot of brothers and sisters. We have been so thankful um, with what everyone has done. We have received things in the mail. We have received financial blessings, uh, whether it's been through GoFundMe or Cash App or PayPal. Um, We have received prayer. We have just received so many blessings and help. Um, So we know the Father's working. We are seeing his goodness everywhere, and it's through a lot of you. So I will leave that information um, in the description where I always explain what the episode is about. That information will be there for those that that, uh, would like to help out. I will not be giving my address or the GoFundMe link, but if you would like either one of those, just send me an email and I can give you that information via email. Everything else I'll put in the description box. All right, so let me go ahead and jump into the word because I really want to talk about two things that are very important to me that are very close to my heart. It's not really a marriage word per se. However, it is something that I feel is beneficial for everybody and for for all families. And because marriage is the foundation of a family, it falls under a marriage word. (laughs) So, so, um, yeah. 
I have actually talked about um, this topic a couple of times briefly. I think once was in the Be Fruitful and Multiply episode. And I think another one was in my Set Apart episode. And the third one may have been how um, I became Hebrew. So I may have talked about it quite a bit. And this information that I'm getting ready to share and just where our family has gotten um, in terms of these things is all thanks to my good friends, um, Nathan and Chelsea Reynolds. I have mentioned them quite a few times before throughout my podcast ministry. They have a ministry called the Linen Railroad. And um, you can find them on YouTube. Their YouTube channel is uh, also called the Linen Railroad. And they are just incredible individuals. They have such a love and passion and zeal for Yahuwah and his word. And their ministry is incredible. And because of them and their ministry, my family and I have um, become Linenites and slowly becoming Milanites. And so I know a lot of you are like, what is a Linenite and what is a Milanite? <laughs> and I'm getting ready to explain that. But I dedicate this episode to my good friends, Nathan and Chelsea Reynolds. They, again, are incredible individuals. Um, so sweet, so kind, and they're doing great things in their ministry. And because of them, I've learned so many incredible and beneficial things about linen and milling. And these two things have just changed mine and my family's lives for the better. Um, and it's, it's what Yah intended. It's what he's always intended. And I'm getting ready to explain why. So here we go. I'm first going to talk about linen or becoming a linenite, and then I will talk about milling or becoming a millenite. So here we go. I first want to say this. When we go to the scriptures and we go to the very first book of the Torah, Genesis, we see right there in chapter one, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with this, um, where Yahuwah, our Elohim, created the Shemaims, the heavens, um, the earth and the water, the oceans and things like that. We see how he created um, vegetation, crops. We see how he um, filled the oceans with the sea creatures, the fish and all of that. Um, how he formed from the dust of the ground, the animals, the cattle, things like that. And then he created man. And so the reason why I'm bringing that up is because we see that the, the <clears throat> excuse me, the original creator, of all things that come from the earth, that yield from the earth, is Yahuwah Elohim, right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because everything, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat this morning, my goodness, everything that um, has been created by the Father that is yielded from the earth was meant for us to use. So for example, you know, when we look at, you know, the cattle, well, the cattle was formed and created by Yah from the dust of the ground, right? When we look at plants and flowers and trees and all of that, that was yielded from the earth. It was created by the hand of Yah, right? When we look at what's in the ocean, right? All of that was created, you know, by Yah. <clears throat> and I mention these things because we harvest crops, right? We harvest grain. We um, butcher cattle, right? And things we, we, we fish for fish and things like that. Now, some of the things in the ocean, again, with the animals going to the dietary laws of the Torah, some are clean and some are unclean. So 
when I'm referring to animal and cattle and fish, I'm referring to the clean animals that Yahuwah said we can eat. But what I'm getting to is, is that what we eat, what we use for, for medicinal pur- purposes and our clothing and all of that actually comes from the earth. It's yielded from the earth. So nowadays in our society, in our world, you know, there are so many man-made, you know, uh, factories, there's toxins and chemicals that's being put into our food, our clothing, our animals, right? Um, There's, you know, toxins and chemicals that are being sprayed on our crops and, you know, all these kinds of things, right? There's now these synthetic fibers and fabrics that are out there that we're putting on our bodies. So what I'm trying to say is, what Yahuwah created for us to actually have and use, which again is our food, our clothing and all of that, right? Um, is now being affected and has been for centuries. Okay. And that's why so many people, so many people, especially in our country are walking around sick and dying. You know, that's why there are so many diseases, inflammation, cancers, infertility, even I talked about this a lot in my be fruitful multiply episode. This is why we are all, you know, having these issues, various illnesses and, you know, things like that, because we are consuming, right, these these poisonous things. We are putting on our bodies, not just with our clothing, but the HBA products that we're using, the colognes, the perfumes, the lotions, the bath soaps, the shampoos, the, even the toothpaste. Like in makeup, you know, when, when women, well, now men are doing it too, but, you know, makeup also has these chemicals and toxins. So the point that I'm getting to is Yahuwah provided for man everything we needed, okay? Food, which comes from the cattle and the ground, right? Our produce, stuff like that, our meat, um, our clothing, because linen is made from flax. And then there's wool, which is another natural fiber that comes from animal. And then we have silk that also comes from animal. So... Our natural fibers come from what Yahuwah created or what's yielded from the ground, right? Synthetic fibers come from man-made chemicals, toxins, and material that are being made in factories, okay? So if you're wearing a lot of which majority of clothing is polyester, nylon, spandex, um, what else? There are other ones I'm forgetting right now. Uh, cotton even sometimes can be affected as well. You've got to be careful with cotton. There are a lot of clothing out there that are made, and I see it, it's mostly always polyester. Y'all, and that is like the worst one. That is the worst one. It's literally plastic you're putting onto your body, okay? It's not breathable, and it's causing... Think about it. Our skin is our biggest organ. Our skin has thousands and thousands of pores, So anything we put onto our bodies is going to seep into our bodies, into our bloodstream. That's why like essential oils and stuff are so potent and are incredible, right? So think about it. Again, Yahuwah provided our clothing, right? The flax, the linen, the wool, the silk, okay? Um, He provided our food, right? When we think about what grows from the ground, there's so much that we till from the earth, right? There's so many crops that we can plant and harvest. Grain, okay? So a lot of vegetables, fruits, grain, okay? And then animal, right? For those that eat meat. I honestly don't eat meat hardly 
anymore because I made the mistake of watching a documentary. And I was like, oh my gosh, the way that man in these factories and what they're feeding the animals and all these things that they're doing, I was like, oh my gosh. Like our country is killing us slowly with our food, our clothing, the pharmaceuticals. I don't even want to go down that road. I mean, I will say this. How many times have we seen ads and commercials on TV or the radio, right? And they're talking about these these pharmaceuticals, these medicines, right? You know, oh, here's this crazy name, because they all have these crazy names, for heartburn. But it has 25 side effects, and five of those could actually possibly kill you, or give you a heart attack, or give you... And it's like, okay, I'm trying to treat heartburn, but I could actually make myself much worse, or you know, more, more sick or even possibly kill myself. Okay. That makes sense. You know, in place of pharmaceuticals, what did y'all give us? Y'all gave us these plants and flowers and trees that from them we can get essential oils and we can get herbs and things like that, that can heal our bodies, right? Our medicine cabinet is all essential oils and herbs and tinctures. Okay. You have a headache, I don't have aspirin. We don't do Tylenol, Advil, none of that kind of stuff. We use peppermint essential oil. Takes it away. And it's healthy. You have a tummy ache. We don't use anything or heartburn or anything like that. We don't use anything over the counter. You have heartburn, frankincense. You have a tummy ache, peppermint oil, or ginger. You know what I mean? Like, Yahuwah created us and gave us everything that we would ever need for any kind of ailment. Okay? But instead, what man did was they came up with all these pharmaceuticals that are harmful to us or could even kill us or eventually kill us, right? So, I mean, and then look at what's going on with our food. Our country is like the number one country that has the most percentage of people that are overweight and obese, people that are sick with all of these inflammation diseases and and conditions and things like that. People are having heart attacks younger and younger. You know what I mean? Um, There's a lot of infertility think about that. I was talking about this in my Be Fruitful Multiply episode, you know, especially women. Women are using all of this makeup, all of these HBA products, all of these scented, perfumed, uh, you know, body sprays and and uh, bath soaps and body washes and all of these things, right? And then on top of that, then they get dressed and they're putting on clothing that is made of polyester and all of this horrible synthetic fibers. And then on top of that, they're eating a lot of processed food, a lot of food that has been treated with chemicals and, and pesticides and toxins and all these things. It's no wonder why people are sick, they're not feeling well, and a lot of people are experiencing infertility. Infertility has become sadly this breaks my heart has risen so much in the past like decade to a few decades so many people are experiencing infertility because of the medicines they're taking the food that they're eating the hba products and cleaners that they're using right what they're putting on their body and not just women men as well you know like men i highly recommend you use cotton at least use cotton boxers or briefs right and try to dress in cotton or linen. Women, it's a little bit harder for us, but you can find cotton, you know, um, panties and, you know, cotton bras and things like that. Please stay away from nylon, polyester. Please stop, y'all. Like, our government, our world is slowly killing us. Man is slowly killing man. Yahuwah didn't intend these things. What he created and what he gave us, what yields from the earth, is all natural. But man is 
killing all of that. They're, they're, they're harming all of that. What they're doing, what they're feeding our animals. Y'all, I have walked into stores and looked at the produce and I'm seeing like bananas and strawberries, like double and triple the size. And I'm like, that's not normal. They are pumping our, our animals and, you know, spraying our, our crops and grains and all of that with all of these uh, chemicals and toxins that is harming us, you know? So anyways, back to the linen. So linen is an incredible, incredible fiber or fabric. It has so many benefits for us, okay? Um, I failed to have my list in front of me of all the benefits, so I'm going to try to remember off the top of my head. But I would encourage you to look up linen after you've heard um, this episode and check it out for yourselves. Now, linen is um, it's a coarse, a little bit of a coarser material, but when you wear it, it doesn't feel coarse. It's not itchy or scratchy or anything like that. But what I'm saying is when you look at it, you can tell it's linen, okay? It's different from any other uh, fabrics or fibers, okay? Linen is just unique. And linen is made from flax. And we know that flax comes from the ground. And flax you can even eat, okay? Flax is basically a grain, if you will, um, or seed. Well, yeah, a grain, I guess. Um, So it's made from flax, okay? And I want to share a couple of things that Nathan and, and Chelsea had explained. So there's something called a burn test where they would burn, you know, quick, you know, not much quickly. They would burn like a, a piece of clothing, a garment that was made of like polyester or cotton or something like that. And not only did it burn faster, the smell and everything, you could smell the chemicals and the toxins. Okay. When they burnt a, um, a piece of linen... It burned very slowly, like wood. Think of wood, how wood burns, okay? It burned very slowly, and it just went straight to ash. You know, it's not like when when plastic melts, you know what I mean? Like, which is like polyester. But when you burn the linen fabric, it immediately goes to ash, and it smells like wood or paper burning, okay? So that's how you know when a garment is 100% linen and just the difference like just to show how natural that this fiber is, okay? So linen is extremely breathable, okay? Y'all, I took the linen challenge. <laughs> we got rid of everything we owned. Like when I got done cleaning out the closets and stuff, we had like maybe five pieces of clothing to our name. Um, but I got rid of it and it was like, we're getting linen. And started wearing linen as much as I could. And it was incredible. Like, I saw the difference immediately. It was breathable, lightweight, even the linen is, can be heavy. But I remember wearing like all linen outfit, you know, whether it was a dress or whether it was a skirt and a shirt or a blouse. And I would go out and there would be like a nice wind, you know, wind or breeze. And I could feel it. It almost felt like I, had, I was wearing nothing because I could feel it. If there was any sweating, it, it would like, the fabric would absorb it. It's moisture wicking, y'all. It's moisture wicking. With cotton and polyester and all that other stuff, like you sweat, you're sitting in it for as long as you're wearing those clothes. But it takes forever to dry. Linen, like it absorbs it. 
It's incredible. It feels good on your skin. The next investment we made, we purchased linen sheets for the bed. Oh my goodness. Best night's sleep ever. It was incredible. Like, it's it's temper regulating. So like, if it's really cold in your room, the linen keeps you warm. If it's really hot that night, the linen keeps you cool. Like, it's just incredible. Not to mention that fabrics have frequencies. Okay? So like, and you can look this up. If you look at like polyester and stuff, all of this horrible synthetic crap, <laughs> um, it has very low frequencies, very low frequencies. When you look at linen and wool, it has a very high frequency. I can't remember what it was, if it was like a thousand or something. I can't remember what it was. There's a scripture in the Torah. You can find it in Leviticus and Deuteronomy that says, do not mix garment of linen and wool together. Why? Because if you wear these fabrics together, which both are natural, they're both good for you. You just can't wear them together because if you wear them together, they will cancel one uh, each other out. They'll cancel the frequencies out. So then you have zero. Okay. Um, and no, I'm not talking about new agey stuff. Okay. Frequency, believe it or not, is a big deal. Okay. Read it. Look it up. Read it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, so there... The father knew what he was talking about when he commanded, do not wear linen and wool together, okay? They're incredible for you separately, but you can't mix them, okay? So don't mix linen and wool together, all right? Um, maybe save linen like more for the summer months, the hotter months. Maybe wear wool during the winter time when it's cold out. Wool is very warming, but linen can be too. Just don't mix them together. So even scriptures talk about linen and wool and such, okay? You're never going to see it talk about polyester and all that stuff because it's man-made, it's synthetic. But y'all, the bed sheets though, honestly, like was the best investment ever. Um, I think we paid 70 for the set, but it was worth it. That was the biggest investment, but it was so worth it. And they last for years. Y'all, linen is durable. It will last you for years. Now, here's the really good news and the, the blessing of linen and the blessing for those of us that are linenites and wear linen 24-7, which you should be. Linen is not very popular. And it hasn't been for the longest time. Why? Because linen is not the most attractive clothing, okay? Because... Number one, it wrinkles easily. This is how you know when you have a 100% linen garment. It wrinkles pretty bad. Okay. I don't care because I want the benefits. Um, and you can iron it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but a lot of people don't want to wear linen because it wrinkles easily. It's not very fashionable, which again, we as believers, we're supposed to be modest in our dress. And, uh, you know, we don't need to be wearing the latest brand name, you know, clothing and fashion and showing off our bodies. And I'm, I'm talking both men and women. Okay. So another reason why I love linen is because it's modest. You can spot a linenite from a mile away. Like you could spot me from a mile away because I wear all linen, including my head covering. And it just, it stands out. Not in any bad, you know, embarrassing way or anything like that. It just stands out because again, it's not in style right? Because, well, look at, look at the styles of our world right now. Look at the trends, right? 
Um, even like my son, my teenage son, I've tried to get him to wear linen, you know, and of course, teenager, you know, it's not the style and whatever. Um, even though he was like, oh my gosh, this feels amazing and this and that, but I can't really get him to wear it that much, which I'm praying about. But so many people that have had linen, they get rid of it and they donate it. And this is where it becomes a blessing for us because we can get linen y'all. If, if you want to get linen, some people are like, I've looked on websites, I've looked on Amazon, I've looked at like name brand stores, and linen is actually very expensive. Of course it is. The same way that essential oils are more expensive, um, organic food is more expensive, all of the good natural things for us are more expensive because the world, the government, doesn't want us having these things because it's good for us. Instead, they want us wearing the synthetic you know, fibers, they want us eating the processed food, they want us taking the pharmaceuticals and all this stuff because they want to kill us slowly. Let's, I'm just going to put it out there and be honest, right? They're making the bad stuff, the harmful stuff more affordable. And they're making the stuff that Yahuwah gave us in the very beginning for us. They're making it expensive. Okay. So many people are like, I've seen linen, but it's expensive. Guess what? Yahuwah is blessing his children and he's providing. And he's providing because many people, again, are getting rid of linen because they don't like how it looks. It wrinkles too easily. It's not the fashion. It's not the style. It's not the trend. So people are getting rid of linen. And it's ending up in our thrift stores. So y'all, if you want to try linen, because I'm encouraging you to do a linen challenge, wear linen for a month. And you will see the differences I'm telling you. Okay, you're going you're gonna to fall in love with it. I'm telling you, it's going to change you. I have more energy. I feel a little bit better. I have fibromyalgia, so it's helped quite a bit. The linen sheets are amazing. I sleep so good. Um, it's incredible, y'all. Like, linen is life-changing. Life-giving linen, right? Like, life... Ruth and Linden did a song for Nathan and Chelsea called Life, Life-Giving Linen. And it's just, it's incredible. It truly is incredible, y'all. But if you want to try linen and you're on a budget, which many of us are, go to your local thrift store and you will find linen. I promise you will find at least one linen garment. Okay. Um, it can be it can be a hunt. Okay, it, which I love. I love going to thrift stores. Like everything I own is from thrift stores. I don't buy any name brand stuff. We don't shop at the mall or expensive places. Our place is the thrift stores. Okay. Um, I love hunting for linen. Y'all, sometimes you can walk out with, with a ton of linen and you spent $30 at the most. It is incredible. It is incredible. Like, it's it's just incredible. Um, so what are some ways to identify a linen? So linen, again, it has a very different, you can, like, it stands out. And it's a different pattern and, you know, different texture. It's a little bit more coarse. Um, almost kind of like canvas, maybe, but not as as much as canvas. So when you go to shop for linen, you know, train your eye to be able to recognize linen, and you will. Like you'll be able to see by the pattern of the garment that it's linen. Then next, feel it, you know, and you'll be able to tell, like, yeah, this is linen. You know, this is a little bit coarse, but when you wear it, it's not bothersome. It's nice. Um, check for tags. Most garments should still have their tags. Some are removed because tags bother people. But if it has tags, look what it says. If it says 100% linen, 
you scored a, a linen garment. Um, there are blends. You, you can find, and I have some as well, where um, garments are blends. So it can be like 55% linen and 45% cotton, or 55% linen and 45% rayon, which rayon, I guess, is from a tree. I don't know. So that might be a natural fiber as well. I'm still researching that one. But some of them might be blended. If it is, it's okay because you're still going to get the benefits of the linen. Just make sure it's legit linen, okay? Um, when it comes to undergarments, unfortunately, I haven't been able to come across undergarments that are linen or at least a blend. I have, we have been able to get linen socks. So we do have linen socks. Um, but as far as like, you know, underwear or boxers and panties, stick to cotton for now, or you can make your own if you can sew or you have a sewing machine. Um, same thing for women with bras, same thing. Um, I don't know bras have been a tough one. <laughs> um, also for littles, for little kids and babies, linen is a little bit harder to come by. But um, again, try your hand at sewing or if you if you know a fellow linenite that can sew, you know, uh, buy some linen fabric. It could be a sheet, it could be, you know, curtains or whatever. Again, you can find all these things at thrift stores. Try your hand at sewing or if you have a fellow linenite or a friend that can sew, ask them if they wouldn't mind you know, sewing. Um, I've taken some linen shirts that didn't fit and I've made head coverings out of them. You know, I, I, I cut them out. I sew the, you know, I, I sew hems or sew the edges so they don't fray. And I've made my own head coverings. I've made, um, you know, washcloths and things like that. Like there are so many ways to have, acquire and use linen. But the good news and the blessing is y'all can find linen in thrift stores highly highly encourage it recommend it take the linen challenge try wearing linen as much as you can for 30 days and you will see the difference and just how much better you're going to feel overall because you're not putting toxins and chemicals on your body anymore you're putting natural fibers natural things that yahuwah created and yielded from the earth for us to have okay y'all linen has been such a blessing in our lives and has just been such a game changer. And I highly encourage you to wear linen. I mean, you will reap the benefits um, and the blessings of linen and you're going to just feel so much better and start healing your body. Um, again, I don't have my list in front of me of all the things that um, that linen can help with and, and what it does for you. But I encourage you after you hear this episode, look it up. Um, and you will see for yourselves. And then if you want to start getting some linen garments, go to your local thrift stores. And that is where you will find them. Y'all, I have found so much garments for myself. I have found men garments. I have found so much for my family. Again, the one that's more harder to come by is for little kids and babies. Um, but still manage to do that as well. Praise Yah and the bed sheets. Y'all, the bed sheets, if you want to invest in something, invest in linen bed sheets. You're welcome. <laughs> you will not regret purchasing linen sheets. It's it's incredible. All right, so I guess that's all I will share for linen. I could talk about linen for hours, but I'm gonna go ahead and move into milling now um, because this is also important. So now I'm gonna talk about what we're putting into our body. So again, as I was saying just a little bit ago, our food has been heavily, heavily, 
um, you know, just uh, treated with toxins and chemicals and the stuff that they're they're feeding the animals and pumping into the animals, the way that they're processing, you know, butchering the animals, um, what they're spraying our crops with, our produce, our, our vegetables, our grains, y'all, it is bad. Not to mention the processed food, the just everything that our country by itself, the United States, has is just we are feeding our bodies so much junk, so much junk, and. Me personally, I got to the point in my life where I became gluten, like sensitive to gluten. I did blood tests. They said I wasn't intolerant and they said I didn't have celiac disease. But yet I noticed that anytime I ate pasta, which is one of my favorite foods, bread, um, anything with grain and starch, my body would feel horrible afterwards. I would get something called um, reactive hypoglycemia, where my heart would start racing, my body, you could tell, was processing what I just ate in a really, like, harsh way. Um, A lot of bloating, uh, gas, and fatigue, just feeling really crummy, you know, after I would eat these things. And I'm like, especially with bread, I couldn't understand. And even with, like, potatoes and stuff, I couldn't understand, especially with bread. I'm like... Bread was one of the main foods that even in biblical times, they ate all the time. Every day, daily, daily bread. You know, like we see bread mentioned so many times in the scriptures, right? Like the bread of life, daily bread. Um, I mean, even for the Israelites, when they were in the wilderness, Yahuwah provided them with bread, the manna. You know, like bread was the food. And then I'm like, but why is it today bread is making people so sick and overweight and, and gluten problems and, you know, uh, stomach issues? And I'm like, what's going on with our bread? And then I realized that it's what they're treating our grains with. It's what they're spraying onto our grains. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So now... The supermarkets sell certain uh, brands of bread that are supposed to be healthier for you and things like that. I think one of them is called, um, oh gosh, I forgot. And I buy this often. Um, Oh, I can't remember. But anyways, there's breads out there that are a little more healthier, but it's still not nothing compared to what I'm getting ready to share, which is called Millie. Um, Y'all, please, if you can, stay away from white anything white bread, white potatoes, white, you need to stay away from that. That is what is slowly killing people. Okay. Wheat is a little bit better, but it's still like all of these things that the supermarkets are selling, even sourdough and all of that is still slowly killing us because once again, what they're spraying the grains and all of that with. Okay. So this is where I want to talk about milling. The next incredible thing that has changed people's lives, um, including ours slowly. We still haven't gotten to the point where we're milling all the time um, and things like that, but we're getting there um, in Yahusha's name and by his grace, we're, we're getting there. Um, milling is something I had no clue about, but so many of our ancestors and so many people before us, this is what they did. Like, on a daily basis or maybe twice a week or three times a week or something like that. Milling basically is taking the whole grain, okay, 
the whole grain and you're putting it into a machine, a mill, okay? And you grind the mill, or sorry, you mill the grain. I just said that totally backwards <laughs> because I meant to say it grinds it into a flour, okay? So there are many types of very nutritious and wholesome grains out there. Some of them I haven't even tried yet, but of course there's wheat, um, there's barley, which barley is one of my favorite grains and it's an ancient grain. There's amaranth, there's, um, oh my gosh, so many, quinoa, I mean, there's so many grains out there, flax, um, that you can bake breads with, you can make pizza crusts with, you can, you know, do so much with y'all, like, and it's nutritious, it's nutritious for you. So my first experience with an ancient grain and a natural grain was my good friends, Nathan and Chelsea, they sent me barley. Now I had heard of barley before I've had it in a soup, of course, probably a processed soup called, you know, beef and barley. Um, but I had never had barley, like organic barley, just not touched, not processed, not anything like that. She sent me a bag full of this stuff. And when I got it, I was like, what do I do with this? I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with this. So anyways, I ended up reaching out to her and um, barley isn't really a grain that we use that you would use to bake bread, which I love baking bread. I've, I've always loved doing that, but now I want to do it from scratch. Um, she says, I, I wouldn't really recommend it for baking bread because it would be so incredibly dense. She said, you can maybe mix it with wheat or something like that. But barley is really meant to be eating kind of like a rice or an oatmeal, if you will. So the very first time I tried these barley grains, I washed them and soaked them overnight. And then the next day I made a homemade um, beef stew, but instead of putting potato, I put the barley. I put the barley grains. Y'all, it was so good. It was so, so good. And then my next um, experiment with it was what my friend Chelsea recommended. She said, you can eat it like as rice or as an oatmeal. She said, you can eat it sweet or savory. She said, just cook it in a rice cooker. And when it's done, if you want to eat it sweet, you can add a little bit of milk, a little bit of butter, a little bit of syrup, you know, of course, try to have healthy choices and cinnamon. And y'all, I did that. It was so, my whole family loved it. It was so good and good for you. So incredibly nutritious for you. It's, it's incredible. Oh, and that's another thing. Because I was going to say, barley grains actually protect against radiation and stuff like that. It protects the cells. Um, linen, linen also protects you from radiation. and It's like a shield. I forgot to say that about linen. So it's incredible how the father, like, already knew beforehand we were going to be dealing with this stuff way into the future um and so he gave us stuff to protect us from that so linen protects outer you know on the outside it protects you from those things um barley has the ability to do the same thing it protects your cells on the inside so but we ate it sweet and then we tried it savory as well um where we just added salt and some herbs delicious barley i like it's my new favorite thing i try to eat it often um where i can find it which i've been getting at, at uh natural grocers but barley is incredible y'all but you need do not buy pearled barley 
You want the barley that has not been touched. You want it with the hull and everything like that. You don't, because see, that's the problem too with a lot of our grains um, that they're making a lot of our breads and pastas and pastries and all that kind of stuff from. They're processing it. They're removing all the nutrients, right? And then on top of that, like I said, the grains have been sprayed and all that kind of stuff. So when you buy these whole grains that they haven't been processed, they haven't been sprayed and things like that, y'all, this is where the benefit comes in. This is where milling comes in. So you take these grains, like I said, and you put them in the mill, you, you grind them, you know, you can get an electric mill or you can get a hand crank one, a manual one. Um, the manual ones are cheaper. The electric ones are more, but if you buy an electric mill, it's an incredible investment because it's going to last you a lifetime because they come with lifetime warranties and you're always going to be able to use them. So these mills, whether manual or electric, grind the grains to a flour and then you can bake with them. So you can make breads, you can make pastries, you can make pizza doughs, you can make... I mean, all kinds of things, right? Maybe even your own pasta, if you know how to make pasta from scratch, which I've seen it done a lot of times. I can't wait to try it. It doesn't look too hard. You do need a um, the thing to make the pasta, though. But, y'all, this is just so much better for you because it has all the nutrients intact. It hasn't been treated or processed heavily with uh, chemicals and toxins. And it's delicious, and it is so good for you, y'all. And these are grains that have been around. This is what Abba created. Like, these are ancient grains. You know, these are um, grains that... Um, oh, icorn. Icorn was the other one, too. And that one's really good um, for those that have gluten intolerance. But here's the thing. Once you start eating these grains, once you start milling your own grains, you're, you are going to start healing your gut and you're going to start healing your body. Ever since I began eating the barley, oh my gosh, y'all, it is so incredible. It is just the how you feel afterwards. Like, it's just, it's incredible. Um, we have to, we're, we keep praying for the Father to make a way. We need a mill. Um, but we are starting to slowly here and there when where we could purchase grains so that um, I can. I want to start milling for my family, and I want to start making our breads, um, our waffles, pancakes, uh, pastries. There's this really amazing recipe for cinnamon buns, all healthy. Like, you know, you're not going to get sick, you're not going to get bloated, you're not going to gain weight, you're not going to have all of these negative side effects that you would usually get when you are eating these things from the store, right, or from a restaurant, because these grains are. Um, they're process they're treated with chemicals and toxins and then they remove the nutrients so i mean because i'm like it doesn't make sense to me that bread and stuff like that is making people sick you know like it just doesn't make sense to me like it's supposed to be life-giving it's supposed to be i mean this is like what they ate all the time you know back in biblical times and i realized that was a long time ago but it just, it goes to show you what man has done to not just our grains, but all foods, you know? I mean, that's why, like, you know, we really would love to homestead, you know, if given the opportunity to just grow our own stuff. But even our soil, our soil has been so contaminated and affected. Um, that can affect our crops as well, but... 
Y'all, I'm telling you, the Father has made ways, even in today's world and today's society, there are ways. We just have to be willing to commit ourselves to doing it. Like I said, being set apart. Okay, linen isn't the most fashionable clothing, but you know what? I'm going to wear it because it's it's healthy for me. I'm not going to wear all these fashionable things because it's the trend and it's the style and make myself sick. You know, it's all about choices and being set apart. Okay, that's how everybody's dressing. But you know, what? I don't want to dress like everybody else. Okay, that's where everybody's eating. But I don't want to eat that. Because I know it's not good for me. You know, and here's another challenge for you. Try to eat clean, which you should be because it's it's in the Torah. Eat clean and try to eat healthy whole foods as much as you can for a month. Then after that, slowly eat processed food again. Slowly introduce sugar and all all of that junk and see how your body feels. You're going to feel horrible. You're going to feel absolutely horrible. Um, But milling, milling your own grain, y'all, is such an incredible thing. It's, It's a bit of a process, but it's a process that's worth it for you and your family because you're eating nutritious stuff and that's the point that I want to get to you know we make barley often um you know we we eat it for breakfast sometimes we eat it for dinner with a with a meat or something like that like as a rice um barley is incredible um I want to get to the point where I'm milling um different grains and baking breads making waffles making pastries um you know just different things for us to eat that is much healthier for us it doesn't give us all those nasty side effects and we actually get nutrition from it but for those of you that can't mill yet at least stay away from white breads white pastries stay away from anything that's made from white flour do not buy white flour y'all that is poison in a bag okay White flour is the worst thing. If you can, try to do whole grain, try to do sourdough, maybe even wheat. Um, But stay away from white flour or white refined anything, white refined sugar, white flour. Stay away from any of those things. That is slowly killing us all, okay? Same thing with sugar. Cut out sugar from your diet, you know, um, natural sugars from fruits and stuff is okay and do it in moderation. But... The sugars that we're finding in the pastries, the cakes, the candies, and all of that, y'all, not only is it slowly poisoning us, it's highly addicting. Highly, highly addicting. You know, our gut is like the second biggest thing next to our brain. And when our gut is unhealthy and sick and out of balance, it affects our health in general. Like, you start getting um, issues, health issues that are literally because your gut is unhealthy. You know, you need to heal your gut. I also highly recommend like bone broth, organic bone broth. Drink that at least twice a day, um, every day to start healing your gut as well. Take herbs, y'all. Cut out the pharmaceuticals. You know, use, like I said, our medicine cabinet is all essential oils and herbs. Praise Yah. We have tinctures, which tinctures are just liquid herbs. Um, we have, you know, herbal supplements, praise ya. Um, we have essential oils, like every kind that you can think of, praise ya. And, you know, so for example, if one of us has a headache, we do not have anywhere in our home 
Advil, Tylenol, you know, ibuprofen, stuff like that. We have nothing like that. If one of us has a headache, peppermint essential oils on the temple, the back of the neck, and your forehead, your headache is gone. You have a stomach ache, right? Peppermint essential oil or ginger, or ginger tea or peppermint herbal tea. Um, if you have nausea, right? Fennel is really good or ginger. If you have heartburn, which I get often, um, frankincense is amazing for heartburn, right? So my point is we have no over-the-counter medicines or anything like that. Um, we have no pharmaceuticals. Um, when I had a cold, uh, earlier this year and it was, it was a mild cold, you know, it was just a mild head cold. I treated it with essential oils and herbal teas, that was it. And I got through that cold in, I think, two days. I was healed. I was better. So any kind of ailments, any kind of anything, we've that's our medicine cabinet. Stinctures, herbal teas, essential oils. We have no pharmaceuticals whatsoever. None. No over-the-counter, anything like that. Um, we have mostly now, praise y'all, linen everything. <laughs> Almost. Um, and it's just again, it's changed our lives and we feel so much better, especially with me having the health condition I have, which is, uh, I have fibromyalgia that has helped a lot with managing pain every day. Um, there's no cure to fibromyalgia. I just have to find ways to manage my pain. And whenever I have flare ups and essential oils has helped me to do that. The linen has been incredibly helpful. Uh, herbal teas help with, you know, if you have inflammation, turmeric, you know, get turmeric tea or take turmeric. Um, you can find it in powder form. You can get it as, um, as an essential oil and you can get it as a tea. You know, there's so much out there, y'all, um, that is just better to use than what the society and government or the government and society wants us to use, you know, um, meats has really been hard. We try when we can afford it to get organic, you know, like beef or chicken. Um, of course, you know, we don't eat pork. Pork is unclean. We really try to get meats that, you know, it, but it doesn't happen often because it's really expensive and it's very little. And um, I just kind of slowly gotten away from meat. Meat, it just ever since I watched that document, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I really don't want to eat meat anymore. Um, I'll still try to do beef and chicken here and there, and that's really about it. But what they're doing to the meat, to the animals and stuff, is just really horrible. Um, drinks, we don't do any sodas or anything with sugar, you know, natural juices, water, a ton of water, herbal teas, um, and that's pretty much about it. Um, I know it sounds really bland and really boring, but y'all, you know, <laughs> I know it's time consuming, but when you go grocery shopping, look at your labels, you know, just, just look at what is in the foods and in the drinks you know, there are so many, I don't know if, if any of you have seen this, but there are so many food items and drink items that now say that it contains a bioengineered product or item in it or ingredient, I guess would be the correct term. The first time I saw that it was on a box of crackers that I had purchased. <laughs> when I saw that, I threw it away. I was like, there's no way we're going to eat anything that says it has a bioengineered ingredient in it. And you will not believe how many food items and drink items actually now contain bioengineered stuff in it. 
I mean, that's horrible. Not to mention that most of our produce and stuff, things that do come from the ground and our grain and stuff, like I was saying, have all been heavily affected as well. So it's it's just, it's not good, y'all. Like, I just highly encourage you all to make the switch, become a Linenite, become a Milanite. Again, Linenite is wearing linen. It's it's just so much better for you for so many reasons. It's made of flax. It's all natural. It's what the Father intended for us to wear. You can wear wool too or silk. I don't, you know, if you've never slept in silk before, give it a try. It is also incredible, very breathable, very soft, amazing. Good night, good night rest for sure. If you can, um, I wouldn't recommend silk silk sheets. <laughs> uh, I would not recommend silk sheets, but I would recommend trying out a pair of silk pajamas or something like that um, and giving it a try. But for sheets, definitely linen. Um, and become a millinite. Become a millinite. Start milling your own grains. Get yourself a mill. You know, um, again, the manual ones are more affordable. You can find them just about anywhere. The electric ones are a couple hundred dollars, but again, it's well worth the investment. Um, you get a lifetime warranty with it, so if anything happens to it, they replace it for you or they fix it. Um, start milling. Start milling for yourselves or for your families. Um, now, of course, I know a lot of women are probably thinking, I don't have time to mill. Either because you work outside of the home or because you just feel you don't have the time to do it because you're busy at home. Make the time. Listen, number one, and I'm going to try to word this carefully. Women were called to be in the home if you're wife and mother. So you really shouldn't be focused on a career outside of the home or working outside of the home because if you have a husband, your husband is the one to provide that, okay? So if you're in the home, I highly encourage you to make milling and baking your own stuff um, a part of what your everyday task at home because you and your family will benefit from it. Um, Plus, I don't know about any of you, but when I make stuff from scratch, whether it's clothing, whether it's crocheting, whether it's cooking or baking, I just feel like I am so in my element. And I just know that this is what Yahuwah calls call me to do and to know that my family is going to benefit from it. You know, it's just such an incredible feeling. It's like one of the best feelings. So make time for it, you know, um, it's well worth it. You know, milling, if, if you have an electric mill, that doesn't take much time at all. What takes a little more time is the baking process, which if you've ever baked a cake or muffins or bread, I've done all of that. I love to bake. Um, you know, it's fun. It's therapeutic. I love doing it. I, I just know like I'm in my element when I do that. I love doing stuff like that. You know, I love to cook and bake, you know, for my family and just especially when I know it's good for them, it's healthy for them. You know, it's just incredible. Um, Try to eat whole foods. You know, whole foods is anything that grows from the ground. Again, I know that, you know, our society, our government is treating a lot of these things with try to shop at farmer's markets, um, try to go to Sprouts or natural grocers, um, whole foods. Try to shop at places like that if you can. I know it's a little more expensive. Like I said, sadly, man... um, takes all the natural stuff and it's more expensive but you know Yahuwah provides for our needs and I know he will make a way for us to have these things because it's what he has intended for us to always have so all right that is it 
for this word. I wanted to share about that. If you have any questions about that, send me an email. I'd be happy to talk to you about it again. These are two of my favorite things, so I could talk about it for hours. All right, so this is it for this podcast. Um, Hopefully this episode stays published. If it doesn't, I guess that's just really it. I'm not going to try to make another episode. Um, In two days, we're going into the month of August. It's going to be another busy month. Again, we are trying to figure out where we're going to be, where we're going to end up. Um, So a lot going on. Um, y'all can stay in touch again via email. I will leave all of my information in the description box to the episode for those of you that want to stay in touch and for those that, um, feel led to help us out. And that's something very hard for me to ask. I don't like doing that, but for those of you that feel led to help, you know, I will leave that information there. Um, again, the only two things I will not put um, are, is the address and our GoFundMe link. If you need either or, or both, um, send me an email and I will send that information to you via email. Um, I just, yeah, I don't really want to put that stuff out there. Um, but I will include phone number, uh, PayPal information, cash app information and, and so on and so forth. So, all right, y'all, that is it. I love you all so very much. Take very good care. Um, I will update for those that stay in touch and, you know, are sending emails, I'll let you know what becomes of us. (laughs) If we end up in Missouri, um, I'm not going to update it on the podcast. So that is it for the podcast. Um, I'm not going to delete the app just because I need to keep an eye on certain things, but I really am through publishing. This really is the last episode. Hopefully it stays published. And, um, again, wasn't really a marriage word this last episode, but I feel that it's beneficial uh, for those listening and your, in your families or your families to come. Um, marriage is the basis and the foundation of all of that. So it does fall under that category. Um, and again, very, very important things. And if you would like more information in regards of, you know, how to meal, uh, sorry, how to mill or becoming a millenite or, you know, how to acquire linen, um, how to become a Leninite, then please reach out. Um, again, uh, my good friends, Nathan and Chelsea Reynolds, their ministry is the Linen uh, Railroad. You can find that on YouTube. I also recommend for uh, Millenite or for milling, um, look up Sue Becker. She has a website and I believe she's on YouTube. She also has a store in Georgia where they live. So I wanted to recommend that as well. So, and I'll add that again in the description below. All right, that's it, y'all. I have a busy day ahead. I love you all so much. Uh, Much shalom and blessings to all of you. Take very good care, and I will talk to you all via email. Shalom.